All right, so this episode is going to be fucking wild. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Yeah, especially because like I guess it was spoiled for me, and now not I'm just like entirely. Entirely. Not, not, really. not even really all that much. You got but, a snapshot, but, but I, now I am morbidly confused. Yes, mm-hmm. excellent, good. Yeah. Sounds about right. It's exactly where we want you to be because That's you're the same as us. Morbid confusion. Yeah, I, are we ready to start? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, well, man. Up. What time are we clapping at? That's true. We should sync. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it at right. 50, 55, 15. Okay. Okay. All right. Clap. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, listener, and welcome back to A New World, presented, as always, by Vitamin Dice, V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, Dice spelled the normal way. I am Volandal Man, your dungeon master, this fine whenever you're listening to this, and today I am joined by... Well, hello there. I am Caden Wise, and I play this stranger... My name is Josh, and I play Alec Ferguson. Uh, hello, I'm Connor Mann. And the name of my character is Elsie Wayward. Hi, I'm Frankie, and I play Bast. Hello, I'm Phoenix Ashland, and I play Dr. Belmore. And last time on A New World... We had a time. Our brave heroes set off from the carcass of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, they were traveling ar- along the road to the Uthmela town of Arangzab. Along the way, they found some mysterious mushrooms, and Aleg ate those. <laughs> Because why wouldn't why you? Not, yeah. I guess. Because eating a mysterious mushroom in the forest has never ended poorly for anyone. Never for anyone. Literally never. For literally anybody else. It's a 100% success rate because either you live or you die. It's simple as that. That's true. You know what? With odds like that, who could deny? Who could argue? Uh, and so Elsie and Alig had a fun pg time <laughs> having that problem fixed while the rest of the party uh talked to the lore master in arangzab and then talked to the sheriff and then they all went to sleep and i'm not going to recount the rest because one of our players was not here for that Sorry. so i guess maybe whoever's editing this you can recap the episode that josh wasn't here for Hello there, this is your editor speaking. In episode 10, our heroes awoke in an Arangzab on fire. It is being attacked by some strangers <laughs> who are hard to see. It is nighttime and the only light comes from the fire that is on all the buildings. Sheriff Iberia knocks at the door to wake them up and asks for their help to defend the town. They all go outside. The stranger uses the window because he's a stranger. <laughs> and then everybody congregates down on the street while Sheriff Iberia goes to take care of some of the other gith. And our heroes have a battle with Zeol and a handful of gith warriors that he's brought with him. And our heroes defeat the, the Gith warriors, but Zeol is uh, magical and powerful, and he's able to transport them with this swirling purple vortex into wherever they are now. So uh, enjoy the episode. But we're just gonna, we're just gonna jump right in. Josh. Hey, what is it? Uh, 
at the end of the episode before yes, the episode latest one nine. that's been recorded. Episode 9, I fell asleep and was sleeping off the drugs and the procedure. You went to, to the Defusa Tavern in Arangzab. Right. And at one point during the night, uh, you heard screams and were awoken. Oh, that's horrible. But I think due to the effects of the mushrooms, you were a bit slower to wake than the rest of the party. So by the time you remember who you are and where you are and what's going on, you are the only one in the tavern. All of your friends, the rest of your party, they have left. How many hours past the procedure would you say this is? Four to six. Ugh, I think, yeah, I was up and running. All right, so he's going to groggishly get out of bed and be like, ugh. Oh, glad that's over with. Uh, he snaps Gibby back into existence. Be like, thanks for sticking with me with that awful, embarrassing experience. It appears something is going on outside. Are you aware of this? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, all I heard was screams, and that's what woke me up, and now I'm getting ready to investigate, I guess. Does this have anything to do with your procedure? Uh, yeah. I... <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh, God. Damn, that ass can fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, you get dressed by the the flickering orange light that's coming in through the window. You are able to assume that there's some kind of fire outside in the town. Uh, he looks through the window to see where the fire is and how big. So you look out the window, and... There appears to be dark silhouetted figures fighting throughout the town, and many of the buildings have been lit aflame. Hmm. I think it's while you're looking out the window that Gibby says, I think the stranger is at the door. Alec turns towards the door. There's a dark silhouette in the door that seems to be the stranger. Is that you? Dekayara. Turns towards Gibby and goes, No, that ain't the stranger, boy! And he whips out his kopesh. Are you sure? It sounds just like him. The fuck are you talking about? This uh, dark silhouetted figure begins to walk towards you menacingly. <laughs> Alig is going to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on it. <laughs> I see. Uh, what kind of save is that? That is wisdom saving throw. Okay. I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Oh. This figure appears entirely unconcerned with your spell. This dude has never laughed. <laughs> and he is probably not going to now. <laughs> this is... No, probably not. Alig is now going to cast... I think before you have the chance to cast a second spell, the figure gets close enough to you to reach out a very long arm with just kind of a uh, outstretched hand. They don't have any weapons. It seems like they're just trying to touch you. Can Alig sort of bat at the hand with his kopesh, but with the flat side? So not trying to like cut his arm off, but like, what are you doing? Stop. Do you have any features that let you raise your AC as a reaction? Uh... It would probably just... I think an action like that would probably just be part of your normal armor class. Then, unfortunately, as you go to bat this figure's hand away, with lightning speed, they drop that arm, and with the other hand, just sort of jab you in the chest. With what? They're just their hand, or like... Just their hand, yeah. Right, so just like, stop. They just like, hit you hard in the sternum, 
<laughs> and as the breath gets knocked out of you, so does the world get knocked out of you. And <clears throat> in a swirling vortex of purple light, energy, and gravity and time that is entirely unfamiliar to you, you are sucked into a dimension that is not your own. Well, well not the first time I've been in a pocket dimension. Uh, that's, that's fair. This is true. This is more alien to you than either the Shadowfell or the Feywild. Although it feels probably more similar to the Feywild than any dimension you've been in before. Preferred it over the Shadow Realm. Now we can uh, uh, start all together here. Oh, man. I'm so scared. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so terrified. I'm nervous. All of you awake in a prison cell. It is made of shimmery metal. I'm not sure if you recognize, except for the stranger who knows exactly <laughs> what it is. So we're all awake in the uh, same you're, cell? You're all conscious in the same cell made of this shimmery metal. So I'm assuming he Aelig comes in later, like maybe by like a couple minutes or something. So everyone's already in the prison cell and then Aelig just fucking appears. That makes like, sense. Yeah. I think before you arrive, I'll ha I'll do a little little thing. Yeah, so uh, Josh, basically what that means is that Caden is going to do a scene and you have the ultimate power to interrupt him at any time to have Aelig arrive. <laughs> yes! 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 Continue, Caden. This is going to be good. <laughs> all right, we'll see. So I just stand up and immediately go to the bars. Do I have all my weapons on me? Uh, no, you don't have your weapons. Do I have my mask on me? You do have your mask on you. Okay. So I go up to the bars and I look out. Is there anybody in the hall? At the moment, no. Zion, where are you? There's no response. Show your serpent face, you bastard. There's still no response. <sighs> um, stranger, what's going on? Yeah, where are we? <sighs> I uh, truly, I do not know. Or uh, at least it can't be. We can't be back. That's impossible. We can't be back. What are you talking about? And I carefully, like, I come closer to you, and I'm standing pretty close to you. We're not touching, but, like, a comforting close. I'm just, what's going on? Valandil, can I ask you? You may. Do I hear her? Yes, everything is normal. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> he sort of looks like he looks off into a corner of the cell to his right, parallel to where the cell bars are. And he just says, do you think it's it's not possible? That kind of magic he never obtained. I know what this means. That, that's not helping the situation. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is... I never imagined him to be here. Who, who was that guy? I suppose there's no more use in secrecy. And did we do a description of what our opponents looked like? He, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I described them okay. as being tall and lanky and having a skin that's a shade of green with very long pointed ears. Okay. And red hair, I remember that. Red hair, yeah. So, the stranger pulls his hood back and sort of undo undoes a few clasps where the... And just then, you start to hear a slow... <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you start to hear a slow... <laughs> and they just... <laughs> And he just, like, appears Suddenly, tumbling into the Aelic cell parts. and knocks Caden over. I mean, the stranger over, just... <laughs> hey, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the... <clears throat> uh, 
Oh, what the fuck? What, what are we? <laughs> Get off of me. Oh, hey. <laughs> Hello, stranger. Oh, and everyone's here. Where are we? And he gets up and brushes himself off. We were having a bit of a moment. A moment? So, yes. So the stranger just sort of sits up, brushes himself off. Well, as I was not saying, but doing, undoes the clasps that hold the head wrap in place and removes the mask, sort of sets the mask in a clip at his belt, and then slowly begins to undo the head wrap. It starts from the bottom, and immediately you see a very familiar color to his skin. It is the same color as the people who attacked us, sort of a greenish gray. As the bandage gets removed further and further from the neck, you see three rings of tattoos. There are rings of runes that are also attached to these, just like the writing on all of the pieces of parchment that are in the stranger's room. And you see the peeking out is a beard that comes to a point knotted at the end with a very long mustache, kind of like a Fu Manchu. Wow. You see the slightly slanted, narrower eyes with very long, bushy eyebrows that go out into a bit of a point on either end. Very long, sort of serrated ears that go back. The stranger sort of lets the head wrap fall to the floor and looks up at you. And the irises, they are solid. There's no pupil. So but there like are irises. Oh, yeah, I was going to be like, hey, same, but no. <laughs> no, yeah, there's the, the scleras, but they are sort of a cloudy violet nebula. That's kind of cool. Wow. And the nose, there is no tip to the no- nose. It's kind of like a Voldemort thing where it, there looks like a ridge of a nose, but there's no cartilage. My God. And then you just hear a mutter, oh, so that's what the freaky bastard looks like. <laughs> yeah, and he does look <laughs> freaky. Like, be quiet. <laughs> For all these years working together, I finally get to see your face. Yikes. All I got to see, and I say that with love. <laughs> nice. There we go. Ooh, here we go. Oh, yeah, that's a. Nice. I get Warmonger Viking Elf vibes from that. You got the exact vibes I was looking for. Follow our Instagram, and you, you might be able to see this uh, <laughs> character art when it's released. Nice plug. So this is the face of the stranger. No well, longer a stranger. Not... Now he's just the creepy bastard that I call a friend. Alec, what should we call you now? You may call me by my name. I'm Kiol, son of Ziol. What? Is that what? guy with your dad? Indeed. Wait, who? <laughs> the guy that attacked us. Wait, well, I know I missed a bit, but what the fuck? Oh, holy shit. So we're in the middle of a family dispute. Apparently. Oh, fucking Christ. I hate family disputes. There's a fucking reason I don't have one. God damn it. The feeling is mutual. And to be clear, he is no family of mine. Apologies for that, then. So then we should have no problem killing him, eh? I would love nothing more than to see that man's head on a pike. Well, then let's get to uh, it, shall we? What the fuck is going on here? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to ask, we should probably figure out something to do, huh? Considering we're in a cell. Not just any cell. This oh, is no. a cell made entirely of adamantine, which, which means we could only be in one place. Which is? We are within the realm of limbo. My home. What? Excuse me? 
Is that like purgatory? No. It is an adjacent plane. The borderlands of the Vis. This is the ancestral home of the Gith and the Illithid. I never expected to come back. Would I have come across this place in my studies, do you think? Like, would I, would, is there books about it, or is this... Depends on where you get your books from. You get them from the public library, or you got a special dealer of sorts? It's possible that there would be a book that has information about this place, but it'd be in that, like, circling spiral text that the stranger has in some of his notes. Mm Mm-hmm. It's... Okay, so I wouldn't have understood it. Like, there might be some, like, high-level... NPC somewhere that has been able to translate it. Would Alig by chance come across these runes in a ruin of sorts? Probably not. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Or anything mentioning like outsiders or something like that? At, at best, like the concept of outsiders. You mentioned that this place was your home. Are you talking specifically this plane or this cell? This plane. I have never seen this cell before. In truth, I do not know where in limbo we might be. His name is written on the wall. <laughs> Yeah, in really, like, scribbly circular text is... <laughs> the same on the wall. Gibberish. Mm-hmm. So, what does adamantine do? It is an indestructible material. Should have figured that one. In limbo, it is strongest, because it is created from the minds of the most powerful of the gifts. D- did you say mind? Mind. Ah, uh, mind. Mine wouldn't be too far off, then. The mind can be a mine of great knowledge, and as we all know, knowledge is power. Hey, that it is. <laughs> Eureka, I found the soap. Eureka. <clears throat> I gently pat him on the shoulder, and even give it like his shoulder like a little squeeze, just like, I'm here for you. And then I step away and I walk towards the bars and I kind of just rest on them. So, Valandal, does this, like, have a... Yo. Uh, like a lock on it, like a standard type of, like key lock type system something like that is it magical it, i mean how would you know i'd like to expel my free usage of detect magic all right so if you cast detect magic the lock and in fact most of the cell is affected by some sort of abjuration magic but it is psionic in nature so abjuration remind me is what again? Abjuration in D&D is the school from which spells like dispel magic, counterspell, and shield come. So like dimethyrium type shit from like the Witcher type stuff, like that type stuff prevents magic. Uh, yeah, sort of like that. All right, so damn, there goes my plan. It's at this point that there is finally somebody in the hallway. Uh, incoming. It's light enough outside and dark enough in here that essentially it looks like pure white in all of the windows and doors and basically just darker gray to black everywhere else. Although all of the adamantine is like glimmery. But a figure who is totally silhouetted against the light from outside because they didn't go to Mr. White's class and never learned that you should absolutely not shoot into windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, walks <laughs> forwards into this prison and towards your cell. We've got a visitor, everyone. Now, Alec has Gibby, right? Like, Gibby got sucked in, right? Uh, yeah. All right. So, Alec kind of just, like, slumps down against the wall and was like, whatever, I'm going to sleep more. Fuck da- family disputes. And Gibby <laughs> curls up in a ball onto his lap. Oh. I will approach the bars and sort of rest both my hands on it. And if I'm not already standing, I would like to be. All right. Hello, Kiel. Is this Zeol? No. Shorter than Zeol. 
Oh. Do I recognize who this is? Their face is still silhouetted mostly, so... Do I recognize the 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 voice? voice. The voice sounds familiar. Viol? (laughs) You think I sound like him now, do you? Wait. Is it a female voice? It seems to be, yeah. I was going to say, is it this mysterious her? No. No. (laughs) Diola. Hello. You've grown older. Yes, I have. But you, it seems, have not. Not much time has passed. Hmm. You must have been in a different time space. Hmm. You have been summoned by Ziol. You must appear in the arena of Zephol by the ruins of Zan Hakarin. They consider you a traitor, Kyol. A war criminal. A traitor? To to who? To the Soldat tribe. To Ziol. I owe him no allegiance. He exiled me, if you remember. He did. He considers you to be a traitor in exile. Sounds like somebody has a stick up his arse, Alex says while his eyes are still closed and his head is slumped over, so he's not really paying attention. Fast, trying to be supportive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are your friends, Kyol? Wouldn't you like to know Weather Boy? She is a girl, first of all. Okay, well, I don't care if I know what that one's <laughs> name is, but what are the rest of their names? Why do you ask? What do you want with them? I was just trying to be polite, but if it's a secret, then that's fine. Why are you here, Tiola? I am here to escort you. Just him or all of us? His friends will get front row seats. To what? At this point, Aleg opens his eyes and looks up like, Front row seats, that can only mean one thing, and I don't like it. I am to tell you only that you are summoned. Nothing more. Do you agree with this, Tiola? She gets out some shackles made of adamantine and tosses them in. Not particularly, but there is very little I can do about it. Then help us. Oh, and what is it that you propose that I do, Kyol? Return to me my weapons. We will fight our way out of here. You will have your weapons, Kyol. So it is to be a battle. Gladiatorial combat, perhaps. He wants a rematch. Yes. He won the last one, didn't he? I'll see Stranger kill anybody any time of the day. Where's my popcorn? Can I request popcorn, please? Alec! How do they know about popcorn? Why? You just take some corn and you put it over a fire. I suppose I simply did not realize that those from the material plane had discovered the secret recipes. They're wiser than you might assume. I suppose they are. Tiola, when are we? We are after you left, significantly. Wait, when are we? Is there some sort of time magic going on? Seems that way. Many Gith have the power of psionics. It is the most valued trait that a, a Gith can have, to have this power. When you reach a certain level of skill with psionics, many Gith will develop unique abilities. We suspect that Ziol has reached a level of psionics that he has some control over the way that time flows. That's not very fair, is it? Oh, no. Uh, what do you mean? What, what are you talking about? doesn't work here. That's what it means. Time has no meaning here in Limbo. 
You oh. do not age. Now that I could get behind. My bones are getting too old to explore. All of a sudden, Ziol had the power to manipulate time. He used this power to study the event when Ziol left. And eventually, he figured out exactly where he had gone. So, he left immediately, discovered somewhere called Nayasar, and uh, now he has returned. It's been five years for me. There's not really a reaction, because she's like five, but I don't know what that is mm. really. A lot has happened here. I'm not sure how to translate it into years, but if you could, I would think many. More than five, I would say. Father sacked my home. You speak of the attack on Zan Hakarin. It has been a long time since then. It is a Zuelti monastery no longer. A soldat settlement of sorts has sprung up around its ruin. He just, you see on his face, I mean, you've never seen his face before, but just etched in his face is sadness and sorrow and anger in the eyes specifically. Aelig doesn't see this and goes, what'd you do to tick your old man off, eh? Aelig? What? Shut up. Fair question. I mean, we are stuck in the cell with you. Not for long, it seems. Well, you are supposed to put those manacles on. And like I said, you will have front row seats to the event. Wait. So by front row seats, do you mean like in line to be next or like truly like front row seats? No, like we're just going to watch. You're, you're just supposed to watch, yeah. <sighs> I have a question. If Gibby came with A-Lig, did my familiar come with me? Indeed. Indeed, he says. Indeed. Indeed. So I'm, as I'm standing there looking very confused, I just kind of whistle a little bit and a crow lands on Kiel's shoulder and just kind ah! of settles its stuff there. Ah! You know, for support. Diola, tell me, does any of my family still live? Well, um, Deor is Deor. still alive. Unfortunately, Jaor is not. Tasa and Heru still live. They are in hiding. Armand and Ayala have also passed. There are not many of the Zualti left. I pick up the manacles, face flooded with rage, and I just slap them on my wrists. Take me to him. What do I do about my, uh, my little dragon fellow over here? Does he just follow me? He's obedient, I promise. He listens. Or I could just do this, and Alex snaps his fingers and, like, causes him to fucking disappear again. So I lean down and I pick up two sets, and I hand one to... I think Bast is the closest one to me. So I just I hand over a pair of manacles, and I kind of look them over for a minute. And I look up at Kiel, and I nod. Because now that you have my familiar on your shoulder, I can watch over you. He strains his back, looks at each of you. Do not be heroes. Now, before I put on these fucking shackles... Aelig reaches out his hand to shake yours and goes, It's been a pleasure working with you. You've brought many insight to artifacts that I would have known fuck all about. Hey. I shake your hand. You're acting like you're gonna die. It is possible. <laughs> you, you realize that, well, you know, you're you. 
You don't go down that easily. No, I won't. And he has a little smirk. Before I put my shackles on. (laughs) Shut. (laughs) Before I put my shackles on, I'm just going to look at the stranger really sincerely and be like, I know what it's like to have difficulties with your family. I mean, I cut my brother's hand off, so I know what being exiled is like, too. God, what's with you and your family issues? Am I just with a group of people that hates family? I mean, I do too, so moot point. But I, <laughs> fuck family, am I right? I feel like we all just start slowly looking at Alec as he <laughs> yeah, just he's continues me- rambling. Hey, he's still under <laughs> the effects of the fucking uh, <laughs> just a slow glance. Oh, his drugs, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And then I'm going to put the shackles on, and I'm going to look at you again, and I'm going to say, I'm with you. Hopefully we get to meet your family someday then, Elsie. The stranger walks over to Elsie, and he kneels down. He just sort of looks at you. Be safe, little one. I don't want you to die. If it is my time, I will not go alone. It's not your time. It's my responsibility to make sure you don't die. Puts a hand on your shoulder. Elsie, thank you, but you are not responsible. Be safe. I'm going to use Vigilant Blessing on Seal. <laughs> it's Keel, by the way. Keel. Like Keyhole. Yeah, Keyhole. Like if you're saying Keyhole, but really fast. Keyhole. I look to my right to an empty space. Are you ready? We all look. Who? Good. You did not tell them about her. You know about her? How? How about this Keel? When you get back alive... You tell us all of this. We're going. You tell us who this she is, and you tell us why you fled from here, and you tell us about your family. You live and you tell us all of this. Over a round of drinks, maybe. <laughs> Lots of drinks. We'll see how the day goes. That means you better get back here alive. Well, you better cheer me on very well. Maybe not here, specifically. I'd rather not return but, to this hell. But, uh, Bast, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this over with. And I walked next to Tiola. Do you have a plan? I was trying to think of some ways to help. Yes. I trust you. I have, for instance, figured out that the adamantine cage is enchanted to block magic from permeating it or penetrating it. However, it will only stop psionic magic. So if... You or your friends are capable of some form of magic from Nyasar. It should work. I have a few tricks up my sleeve. In addition, Kjol, I did manage to get you all of your weapons. Not only ones that are traditional soldat weaponry. Very well. They are expecting you to lose, Kjol. If you have... Any tricks up your sleeve? I've got a few. Anything you learned while you were away? It is now or never, brother. Pull out all the stops. Now is the time. We'll see. I put a hand on her shoulder. It's good to see you, little sister. You have gone strong. It is good to see you too. Ailey comes scurrying up his shackles. So, about that popcorn. I'm I'm awfully hungry. I haven't eaten in over a day. <sighs> yeah. Can I have some corn, please? <laughs> yes, he is. Can I have some corn, please? <laughs> yes, yes. Once you are seated, they will have vendors that walk around and you can buy popcorn oh, and fuck drinks yeah. oh, for way too much money. <laughs> Ridiculous. 
Teala leads you out of this prison. You can see uh, the ruins of a monastery built of adamantine, and there is a ramshackle like shantytown sediment that has sprung up around it. And there is a big arena coliseum, and it looks like they started building it out of adamantine recovered from the ruined monastery, and halfway through ran out and started building it with a metal that's like more of an earth tone. It looks like bronze, but like even a darker brown. It actually looks like the material that the sheriff's halberd was made out of. In Nyasar. It kind of looks a little bit like Kaer Morhen, where there's like an outer wall that leads into an mm-hmm. interior courtyard and then to an upper ground. And then it goes up into this large tower, mm-hmm. huge tower. And Keol just sort of stops and looks up at it. I thought I'd never see it again. It's clear there was quite a battle that took place at the monastery. There are still like places where spells hit the walls. The wall around the outer courtyard is broken in several places in some spots enough to where a few people walking shoulder to shoulder can walk through. The bones of it are still there, but it's clearly not being used for the same thing. None of the same people are there anymore. It stands sort of as a testament to victory now. You are led into the Colosseum. Just imagine a gladiator-ass Colosseum, except instead of stone, it's made from this metal, mostly. And there's like a metal fencing that completely encloses the, the battle part of the Colosseum. And that fence is made of adamantine, but most of the other structural elements are made of the browner metal. And then there are wooden seats and other materials in the, uh, the, the seating area. Keel, uh, you are brought by Teola into the middle, the battle area. And everybody else in the party, you are brought into a special seating box that's right on ground level at the arena, slightly inset into it, but still with a fencing of adamantine around it. So you literally do have front row seats. Wait a minute. Uh, before we're separated, uh, can I say a prayer for my friend? You may. Just be quick about it. If any of you have anything you can give me, do it now. I'll do my best. I, I take out a little vial of holy water with my manacled hands. I like dab a little on my fingertips <laughs> and I just like like sprinkle someone on Kiel's face. There. And I cast bless on him. Bless? Excellent. Yeah. What was the other thing that you gave me? Uh, vigilant blessing. Uh, you roll uh, initiative with advantage. Excellent. And I am going to just step up and just, we all believe in you. So uh, don't forget that, you know, we're all here for you all the time. And I cast guidance. Thank just you. Just in case. Appreciate that. I'm also going to cast gift of alacrity. Congratulations, you're, the spellcasters just are giving you things. I mean, <laughs> they don't have anything to give now's you. Now's <laughs> the time. Now is indeed the time. Hey, like, do you have anything? I would, but unfortunately, me? I can't. My dear boy, I can't. How far away is the box from the center? So, Ailig goes to, like, whoever's leading us, goes like, so, why do we get front row seats if we're not even fucking important here, eh? Or is this just, like, casual? Because we're his friends, will, and he wants his friends to watch him die? He wants to have an audience. Oh, an egotistical bastard. I love them. My father has always had a flair for the dramatic. 
Oh, don't you just love egotistical bastards who need an audience to show their vast power? Mm, yes. Welcome to my childhood. You know, shit, you fucking left. I ain't crazy, lady. I didn't leave. I was to be the leader. Exiled. I'd argue that's even better because that means you can't come back. Remember, we agreed that you would tell us all of this over a round of drinks, so you need to survive long well, enough so that we can get them. You're gonna survive, right, Jamie? Well, then, me, you weird bastard. Wish me you luck. You warmonger-looking motherfucker. You're gonna survive. Hey, like? need to get off these drugs. Yeah. Yes. Stuff your mouth with food. <laughs> Good luck, you You just hear him like... More popcorn, please. Thank you, Alistair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you, Alistair. Bast, Elsin, Elig. It has been an honor. Should we not speak again? I bow my head in respect. I love you, Seal. It's Kyo. Kyo. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I love you, Jared. My name's Kyle. Okay, so I have bless, vigilant blessing. You've got guidance on you, too. Gift of alacrity. All right. And I can cast guidance all the time, no matter what you need. (laughs) Oh, excellent. That frees up my use of guidance so I can do other other shit. Are we ready? Am I familiar? (laughs) I believe I am. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my god, it's really yes. my, oh god. Oh yes. <laughs> Before the stranger leaves on this big thing, I'm just gonna wink at him. No context. He sort of tilts Ooh. his head in a knowing way and t- uh, lets Teola guide him. My my wink is kind of a way of me telling you if all else fails, I have a plan. He's fun. Uh, V, do we all have our, like, stuff that we came with, or no? Because I know that Keol wouldn't, but, like, would I have my lantern, or would I have casted my spells? You would have your lantern. Okay. Uh, in general, you don't have weapons on you. Actually, no, the, the rest of you do have your weapons, but you're manacled to stop you from using them. And you have all of your things. Okay. Very good to know. Kiel, as you are brought into the arena, you too are given all of your gear by Teola. Okay. Am I still shackled? Uh, you are at the moment, yes. Okay. So I put the... Am I allowed to carry something? Are you allowed to carry something? What do you mean by that? Am I allowed to have something in my hands? Like not a weapon? I think... I don't. I don't yeah, I don't think you can have anything in your hands at the moment, no. The four of you are seated... And given popcorn, if you wish. Alec just stuffs his fucking mouth. We got popcorn. Good to know. I have a quick question. In our, for lack of a better Mm -hmm. word, cage, are there guards watching us? Yes and no. There is a guard. They're like guards outside of your cage. But they're they sort of would rather watch the event, so they're not watching so you super more closely. For formal than actual guards. If you were to get up, break out of your manacles, grab your weapon, and walk for the door, they would notice and try to stop you. If you do anything that's in any way subtle, they probably will not notice. Keol is positioned in the center of the arena, and Teola uh, walks away to the other side of the fence. Before Teola walks out of the arena, she whispers. Good luck, brother. And you gain a temporary first and a second level spell slot from her. Woo! Let's go. Based. 
Yay! Incredible well, shit! Absolutely phenomenal. Can he cast second level spells? I have one. It's just so he can use Misty Step, basically. Yep. Oh. Zeol is preparing to address the people in the arena. There are many Gith who are in the seating. He uses what is essentially a psionic version of Thaumaturgy to amplify his voice. <laughs> and he speaks in the Gith language, but I think I'm just going to say what it is translated. Do you have like little translation screens? <laughs> yeah, little translation screens. <laughs> I think through psionics, you would be able to understand. Okay. So the message is, sense. Githyanki of the Soldat clan, we have apprehended the greatest fugitive of our age. Cure Soldat, exiled for abandoning our sacred way. He then joined with our enemies, the Gith Zerai, killed our people, and defended the Zalhakarin monastery when we invaded. He is a traitor to the Gith Yanki. However, we are a graceful people, forgiving of mistakes. But we must bring honor back to the Soldat clan. Therefore, he will be tried in accordance with the ways of the Soldat. A trial by combat in the arena of Zephol. If he defeats his opponent, he will oversee the extraction of a beer from Nayasar with a felon's brand to make sure he remembers his loyalty. If he does not comply, or is not strong enough to overcome his opponent, he dies. And either way, the stain on the honor of the soldat is removed. And there is great applause. People love the speech. <laughs> and without further ado, the event begins as Kiol's opponent is released into the arena. Right as the opponent is released, Tiola throws the key into your manacle, which unlocks. Oh, great. I don't think most of you recognize what it is, but I think, Kaden, I think your character recognizes what it is. One of the ancient enemies of the Gith is uh, tossed unceremoniously from the side of the arena, from what appears to be cells, Buck. and then his staff is tossed Off. in with him. Fuck. <laughs> Off. What? <laughs> now, Caden, oh, roll initiative. I'll roll initiative. Everybody else should roll initiative. I need to roll initiative because my familiar. Just in case there are things that you want to do, like to to try to help Gil. Sure. So, so you've got your, you have, it, you roll with advantage. Okay. And roll a bonus remember as well. I will also use ambush. Ambush. There we go. Yep. All right. So 14 plus... 20. Yes. <laughs> First in the order is Kyol. Tasha's caustic. Wait, hold on. How far away is it? Pretty far. One, Pretty two, far. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's 65 feet. All right. I'm just going to pull out my rifle and hold in one hand. I'm going to cast fairy fire on it. Ah. It's my yeah. second action. That forces a dexterity saving throw. This uh, opponent appears none too agile, and actually, I rolled a natural one, so it just Ooh. gets like blasted straight in the face <laughs> with right. that. I think, like, have it deal like a d6 of wow. radiant damage. <laughs> okay. Takes yeah. two points of radiant damage. With my bonus action, I will back up 20 feet and distance myself even further right. from it. Uh, so you will blast some 
colorful glowing light at it and then back away. Mm-hmm. Takes an action to clumsily pick up the staff that was thrown after it and then its eyes glow a dark purple as its tentacles begin to flutter in words and the orb atop its staff glows yellow and a lightning bolt fires across the battlefield towards you. Make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. <laughs> All right. 16. Yeah, that just makes it. Uh, so you take half damage, I believe, which is good because it's a lot of damage. You take half Fuck, of that, that's a lot which of is dice. 15 points of lightning damage. <laughs> oh, man. I was at 36. And that's the Mind Flayer's whole turn. Does anybody else in the party have an action that they know they want to do? I am going to cast a message to Kiel and ask, is there anything that you need us to do from over here? Try not to die. If you have anything to give me an advantage, or him a disadvantage. Got it. And I relay the message to the entire party, doing my best to help. Anybody else? I, c- I don't think I can do anything. I'm going to hold right. on for now. Uh, then we'll go back to Kiel. All right. I'm going to take my rifle in my hand, and All I'm going right. to shoot. Tackle with advantage. Yeah. Unnatural 20. Uh, that will hit. Yeah. Thank God. That is 6d6 piercing nice. damage. Oh, that's nice. Five. Oh, my God. So that's 23. Okay, so 23 points of piercing damage. There's a blast <laughs> outwards from the, from the barrel. A streak that curls the dust up on the battlefield. It just, like, goes through the side of this creature, and a splat of blood hits the wall behind it. It's like it doesn't even react. It just goes straight through him. You like, see the tentacles uh, on its mouth flutter. I still have a bonus action. You do indeed. Fuck it. I can hit this guy from a good distance. I'm going to back up another 20 feet. All right. I know I got damn good distance with this rifle. Slide in and bring the gun back up. Come on, you tentacled fuck. A dark purple door opens behind it, and it takes a step through and disappears from sight. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen this coming. <laughs> and then a slimy tentacle whips at you from behind. Ah! Those watching saw the another door open right behind Kiel that this creature stepped out of. Yeah. Fucking dimension door bullshit. <laughs> and we've got a 17 Fuck. versus AC. Do I use my shield now? I don't know. I don't. Do you? I don't know. Fuck it. I'm low. I'm going to use shield. All right. You bring up a shield to block the tentacle. <laughs> Shit. It's going to quicken a blade ward. Fuck. It's going to what? What does it what does that mean? Quicken casts a blade ward. I'm going to use my bonus action to move 20 feet away, whip around and fire again. All right. Make an attack roll with advantage. Uh 15 uh, plus bless. Plus bless. Oh, plus bless. 18? 18 hits. Yeah. Ooh, nice. 23. I know bl- blade ward might do so something. So what the blade this. ward does is give him resistance. resistance to that damage. Yeah. So, so basically, he, he makes this field, and you can see the bullet slow as it enters it, but he's still too slow to get out of the way. So, it hits him and uh, doesn't go through like the last one did, but okay. he still takes some damage. Well, now he just has bullets in his person. Technically, it's worse for him to slow it down because that means it doesn't go straight through. I, 
It does. It deals less damage, I guess. Yeah, but long-lasting damage. Long-lasting damage is not its concern. Uh, it is bloodied, though, at True. this point. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Oh, shit. I love revision. I think that is the end of your turn, though. That is the end of my turn. Was there something that we were going to have you roll when you fired the rifle to see if it- Oh, well, that's up to you. Roll a d6. Three. And then roll again. Three. Yeah. <laughs> the rifle's still working. Don't want a one. It glares at you, its eyes glowing, mouth tentacles fluttering, and forces you to make an intelligence saving throw. All right. 23. <laughs> I don't think anything happens on a successful save as far as I can okay. see. You should know better than to use those tricks on me, Illithid. Uh, it hisses at you. <laughs> And uh, raises the staff, which glows green, and it fires a beam at you. Ah! This is an attack roll. And got a 22 versus AC. That'll hit. Take 18 points of psychic damage. Fuck. I feel like Gith should be resistant to this shit, but they're not. They're not, unfortunately. God damn. But that's the end. That's the end of its turn. You still alive? I have three health points. Holy shit. Indeed. It's okay. I got something for this. <laughs> uh, I yeah. I, let's see. We'll see. So this is 1d10 plus three. Five. All right. Eight. eight. So I am up to 11. Yes. Oh, I should. Yeah, what's up? How many concentration checks should I make? Two. So that one's a 19 yeah, so for the first one. Definitely. And eight. a 16 for the second one. Yes. You have maintained okay. your concentration on the Excellent. fairy fire. Then I fire my rifle Pew! with advantage. 22. 22 is a hit. And hell yeah. 23. So 23 points of piercing damage. As another bullet flies through this ancient enemy of the gith, looks rather bad off. Like it might not be able to take too many more of those. I can't really either, so we're at a stalemate. <laughs> this seems like quite a dramatic time if anybody has something that they want to do, question mark? As you're standing there, the crow is going to like shoot up and it's going to make its way towards the mind flare and I'm going to roll a spell attack roll. Okay. Does a 24 hit? <laughs> it's a it's versus AC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So so now it's going to take 3d10. Ooh. So that's Oh, those 24 are damage. 24 rolls. necrotic damage. <laughs> it might be it might be dead if it was bloody. Not quite. Dang. No. No. But this crow is going to fly up and it's going to dive bomb and it's going to hit the mind flayer and attack it with its claws and then it's going to like fly back to kill. They both look like the next attack could be their last. The crow attacks the mind flayer and it it, it does deal a lot of damage. It's just that the, it's not quite dead yet. Come on, boss. <laughs> Help. I can't so, take another hit. I'm trying to think how I want to do this. Because I can't think of how else I want to do this, and I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. I think, best. are you planning to summon your Echo outside the cage and then switch places with it? Yes. Shall we say that you started this idea one turn earlier? Because you guys have had plenty of opportunities to do this. Yeah, yeah I make... wasn't sure when to pick my moment. I think, yeah, it's totally fair to go back like a turn 
the first one would be bonus action summon, and then you could have it move with two actions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the next one would be switch with two actions. So I'm 30 feet away from it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm 30 feet away from you, too. Looks like. So I think the Mind Flayer will get a turn and then for the initiative, and then Bast can be after that. Okay. Let's do that. And I think at this point, it would notice Bast mm-hmm. and uh, attack you instead. Fair enough. Okay. Make an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> oh, no. How's your intelligence? Well, my intelligence actually isn't bad. Okay. Ooh, that's Ooh. a dirty 20. Yeah. Nice. There's a psychic attack which reminds you of the Aboleth, and you resist. Okay, cool. I think the other action is going to be a, to throw up a blade ward and then boss. I'm going to pull my war bow since I'm far away and shoot at it. Okay. Make an attack roll with advantage. 13. 13 will unfortunately miss. You see the arrow pass through the blade ward that the mind flare brought up, and as it slows down, the mind flare is able to get out of the way with much effort and leaving some blood behind. I'm going to use action surge and do it again. There okay. You go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Dang it. Shit. You fire again. It, it has like this robe. You send an arrow into the robe. And it doesn't appear to connect with flesh. <laughs> You're stressed. Oh, I get I am it. Stress. <laughs> but then that means She's that trying. the mind flayer is focused on dodging Bast's arrows. Kill right as you have reloaded the rifle. Bring it up. No, this is personal. I move up twenty feet. Okay. Slide under and put the barrel of the rifle directly underneath into its tentacles. Is its blade ward still up? Eat this. <laughs> All right. And we'll fire with advantage. You do have the bless. All right, that's already 19. 21. 21 is a hit. So it's 20 total. Yes, its head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> the the crow, like, caws in your ear and, uh, and congratulatory. Oh. Thank you. He just winces a little bit. Thank you. Whatever your name is. Yeah, what is your familiar's name? He's never told me. Ah. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to quickly cast message into the raven. Do you have a name? Agridex never gave me a name. Do you want a name? <laughs> but my friends call me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, Dice. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice. And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.